Woo! Welcome back. Oh my goodness. If you heard that, you are as jazz as we are. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. It's time. It's clobbering time. Ladies and gentlemen. CM Punk has returned. I am Beast. I'm Cat. Well, I didn't give a chance to cue her up, but she is Cat. Yes. Yes. How's it going, Cat? It's going good. Welcome to the Blurredly Weds podcast. This is technically the first, second episode of the Blurredly Weds. We are excited to be here. Oh my God! If you have been awake in the world of wrestling, we got some. This is a nice episode for you. Yes. <laughs> How have you been doing? I've been doing good. Been doing good. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, if you love this podcast and you want to listen to it more, there's podcasts here everywhere you want. To type in podcast, type in Google, go yes. Blurly Weds. We'll be right there. If you like our YouTube channel, and if you're a fan of the YouTube channel, watching us react to things, youtube.com backslash nerding irresponsibly. Thank you. And if you like our Twitter, where would they go for Twitter? That's in irresponsibly. That's N I R R E S P O N S I B L Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they want us on Facebook, Facebook page is nerding irresponsibly on Facebook. You can hit us up there. We're always there, too. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the, that, I just had to get all of that itch out of the way. Because I got it last, last week. I, I kind of got I kind of got killed by my inner saboteur for <laughs> putting that at the end of the podcast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's a work in progress, but we're getting there. And the show's not. The show, the, the quality is always going to be great. Yes. But. I guess my mental state is a work in progress. <laughs> so, what have you been doing this week? Have you been watching this endless slew of wrestling all week? I have been checking into the endless slew of wrestling. Yes. All the surprises, all the pops. I've been into it. Speaking of pops, if you heard that big pop. Sorry. If you live anywhere other than the beautiful state of Michigan. Pop is soda. Yes. <laughs> and if you heard that big soda, that means that CM Punk is here. CM Punk has returned or actually debuted. Yes. To AEW. We're excited. We're going to talk about that. Yes. Also, SummerSlam happened. Did you watch it? The Slam Why not? Summer. <laughs> Did you watch the same episode of Raw with a few uh, new pieces? Right. In front I of did. a bunch of people? Well, we're going to talk about that too. Also, are you mean to people just because of their weight? I try not to be. Are you a dickhead when times don't require you to be a dickhead? Do you have personalized license plates? Do you cough without covering your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> All of these things we will talk about coming up later on in the show. We're going to end it with a nice, zesty Lizzo conversation. Just letting you know what we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. No baby included. Now... If you like our podcast, and if you're with us, we're about to get this done. First things first, we're going to spark, so please match. As Cat struggled with a lighter. New lighter, second lighter. Second lighter. We all, we all know how it goes with these lighters. But we're going to talk about CM Punk. If you guys heard that entrance, if you guys maybe paid attention to Twitter on Friday. Well, what was it? Thursday, technically, yeah. Tony Khan put out the teaser, the preview. A lot of people on Twitter that I was following were worried that Tony Khan was 
spoiling and giving too much. Mm. Like it was where it was a worry that CM Punk would have came and no one would have cared because he already blew right. his wad. Because we basically already know. Right. Just so happens, Rampage is in Chicago, the town of people who love wrestling, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. and you know, the and chicken and cows, the bears. Right. You know, so he announces it, but it seems like they use the AEW wrestling bubble in the right way, as in the yeah. sense that, as our leader and mentor Jim Cornette would say, that the bubble doesn't like, like, like the people in the real world don't fucking know, right, about what happens in the AEW bubble. Like, for example, and this is something that I've heard him say that I had to actually test out in the real world. Say Kenny Omega, Matt, Nick Jackson, or Hangman Page, to want to someone who doesn't know wrestling. If you work at a place where you talk to a lot of new people, just mention it to them. One person, one customer. Not the customer who's wearing your Spider-Man shirt, but that's cool. You could right. also do that too. You know what's tough? I actually heard a conversation on Friday. I was out at the store. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about wrestling. And this younger dude was talking about um, how he liked Sting. Sting was his favorite. And like the older dude. No, was no, no. no. <laughs> he likes Sting. <laughs> <laughs> and the older dudes were bringing up like The Rock and Hulk Hogan and stuff. Well, Sting is an older dude. <laughs> But I was like, you watch Sting. You like Sting. Have you watched AEW? Pin drop. Pin drop. Well, first I looked at you like, woman, wrestling, conversation, yeah. Sting, yeah. woman, AEW, woman, AEW heels, Sting, woman. <laughs> That's how his brain works. So he didn't even know about AEW, but he loves Sting. So that's incredible. <laughs> That yeah. you could love Sting and not know that he is on AEW every Wednesday and sometimes Fridays. Yes. So, yeah. Go to your local person, who are not even your local person. Go to somebody new that you don't know and ask them, do you know who Kenny Omega is? Yeah. So they can tell you no. I'm sorry if I'm talking a little bit late. You're smoking up blood, as mm-hmm. we said. So that does <coughs> give you a little insight on what the AEW bubble Yes looks like it's real Melcher will pretend that that bubble it doesn't exist but it does he'll pretend that wwe has a hand on this bubble but they don't because no one knows who seth rollins is yeah i can't go out and be like you're the aj styles i'll be like right true i can't go out and be like do you care about like they might know roman reigns but other than john cena they're not going to know. A lot of people out here think the WWE is wrestling. Yes. So in that bubble, you don't really get anything. I have several Kenny Omega shirts. That is true. I wear them all the time. And like everyone I come in contact with asks me who the hell is Kenny Omega. Because I, I got that old Bullet Club shirt yes. that just says Kenny with the game symbol on it. Yes. Unless you happen to see somebody who is also wearing a Bullet Club shirt. Yeah. Yeah. True shit. So the bubble is real. 
Israel. Like, sorry, I had to think. I, damn, I had something to say. Good to say it. I completely forgot. One second. Ah, I'm about to pause it. Yeah, like, the bubble is so real. I remember one time my parents, they went to Texas, mm-hmm. to Antonio, and they asked, they were getting me a luchador mask. Because I live in Michigan, so it's fucking impossible to find a luchador <laughs> mask. But they go out of Texas, there's several. I mean, there's all types. There's Rey Mysterios. There's Rey Phoenix. Yeah. There's even fucking... Uh, I'm their Juice and Thunder Liger. Thank Ooh. you. Mask. Pentagon mask. And my dad, he he freaking... He video chat. He video calls me in San Antonio. And I'm like, thank God for FaceTime. I feel like Iron Man. Right. Uh, I'm talking to him. And he showed me the mask. He's like, oh, I was going to, he was like, I was going to get you a mask. Which one do you want? And he pointed at the Pentagon mask. And I was like, oh, yeah, a Pentagon mask. And then in a week when my dad got back, he had a Rey Mysterio mask, which I love. It's my room. It's the white and gold one, my favorite Rey Mysterio mask. I, I cannot complain. But he was, his exact quote was, well, if we were going to get you a mask, I didn't want to get you one of the newer lame guys. I want to get you a classic guy. And I'm like, oh, oh, the AEW bubble is real. And this is somebody yeah. that I, and as we can speak to our parents as AEW fans, we try to get them to watch it and we hear their reasons for not watching it. Yes. I try, like, it was, I told my dad, you got to look at this new Mexican wrestlers, Pentagon and Ray Phoenix, the Lucha Brothers. They are legit. They're heels. You don't have to wear masks to be a good guy. Right. They can literally do what Pentagon is amazing. Pentagon is amazing. The way he slows night. everything down is great. Sometimes, sometimes he does interrupt the flow of the match just to put zero marrow. But he proves that a luchador doesn't have to be crazy and high fly everything. Right. That. Lucha, it means wrestling, not over the top wrestling, not flat, not flashy wrestling, no. just wrestling. Like in Nacho Libre, it was the heel who didn't do that shit. Big dude throwing niggas around with his mask on. I believe he's a wrestler. I can't think of his name. But you, you can do that. So I tried to get my dad to watch it. Mm-hmm. And this was the same time that MJF was doing his presidential campaign promos against John Moxley. We all can remember this. Right. And my dad, it was an MJF promo. MJF, right? My dad turned that shit off so fast. I was like, what is this? I'm like, we were trying to get, after this was the, it was the batch. I wanted you to see. He didn't even see it. Right. So, the bubble is real. The bubble is so, real. So, tangent. Tony Khan releases it to the bubble. And <coughs> that helped because the only people who were <coughs> in the bubble. That's <coughs> 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 once again, <coughs> higher learning project. <coughs> Those who are in the bubble are the 50 or 60, whatever the fuck, thousand people right? who are all buying tickets to fucking Rampage in Chicago. Right. The show that you think will be open. Right. The show that you think will be not sold out. Mm-hmm. So we only put it to them, which is why they all came out there. And it was smart to do because then you could sell your CM Punk shirts. Yes. You can, everyone can wear a shirt. Everyone can have a sign. Everyone. And as soon as Rampage started, the the, the pours were incredible. The chants. Mm-hmm. It was literally the only thing. They started off and the only thing you heard was CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. Then, as you heard from the beginning, cult of personality happened. By in living color, 
one of the greatest black rock and roll bands of all time. Yes. And they lost it. That crowd went fucking insane. And this is something to me. I didn't think Tony Khan was going to get Cult of Personality. Right. Nobody did. I knew that it wasn't a WWE-owned song because it's a song. You know what I'm saying? They just bought the rights to it to use at this time. Right. So I knew it wasn't WWE-owned. But then I also know that Tony Khan has the money to get songs because he has the Jungle Boy song. He's got the Pixie song for uh, Orange Cassidy. And the Wild Thing. Which is a bad song in 2021 to hype a crowd up. If you ask me. It shouldn't be Wild Thing for Dean Ambrose. That's weird. It should be something like Enter the Sandman. Yeah. Like for Metallica. Or how about this? Random and Eye of the Front. Eye of the Box. Nuck if you buck. Ooh. Something hype. Something that gets you involved. You know? Yeah. I think Wild Thing in 2021 is just like, oh, remember that movie? It kind of is. You get more pop from, remember that movie Major League? Yeah, remember Charlie Sheen? Remember that better moment Wild Thing was on? Yeah, that's all I think about. Nuck If You Buck is a classic culture song. It means fight and black Twitter will explode. Yes. But, CM Punk's music hit, I thought it was going to be the the Kill Switch engaged music that he had in Ring of Honor, I believe, in early ECW that was owned by WWE. I thought it was going to be that. Oh, Cult of Personality sounded good. Whatever you could hear. It was perfect. Whatever you could hear of the song. Because the crowd, for the first time, outroared the song. Now, me being a conspiracy theorist, do you think Tony Khan turned on the music? I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. But they was loud. They were loud. They were loud. They were loud. See, a punk comes out, gets on his knees. You know what time it is, baby. Yes. It's fucking clobbering time. And that shit, when he did that is when I lost it. Right. That is when the fan in me came out. And when he did that, the only thing that thought in my mind was, you think you're the best in the world, (laughs) but you're not. I'm the best in the world. I fucking love that moment of CM Punk. Nothing is better than the pipe bomb CM Punk. That is the best. And I got that flashback. I got those chills. I can't watch that without getting goosebumps because it's exciting. And then he comes down the ramp. He hops in the crowd. People, He crowd yeah. surfs. People catch him. People catch him. Security guards like, what the fuck's going on? Right. Trying to get him back. They went to a commercial break. He's still coming down to the ring. People are fucking crying. Yes. Grown men are crying. Tears streaming down their face. Now, once you see the grown men are crying, you realize this is it. This is not only is the best AEW moment in history. Uh huh. This is one of the best wrestling moments in history. The fact that when you go back and tell the story of professional wrestling, AEW will be talked about. Because they are going to play that moment where yep. that dude cried. It's it's almost synonymous. Like how WWE plays the image of the Miz girl. Oh, yeah. You know, with the grouchy face. Yeah. Or Brock Lesnar guy with his fucking getting all amped in the fucking... Um, I'm the cameo shirt. The cam- yeah. Camo shirt. Camo shirt. 
Was it the uh, was the other time with the dude Shockface? Was that the black guy at WrestleMania? Yeah, with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, Brock Lesnar, uh, screamy arm guy in the in the camo shirt was also there for CM Punk. <laughs> he was also there in the same camo shirt because he always wears it because that's the only way you know it's him, like red, red hat guy. Red hat guy. You know, I went to WWE at Hell in a Cell when it came to uh, Detroit. And I did not see camo shirt or red hat guy. Nope. Every time you... Okay, listen. If you're out there in the world and you go to a wrestling event, look for camo shirt and red hat guy. Get a picture. Tweet it at us. We'll post it up. We'll put it on our YouTube. Yeah. We will definitely let you know. Hit us up. Now, CM Punk... People are crying. That's when JR has to finally say something. He's like, oh, my God. Yeah, they show the guy up and see his face. Yeah, JR realizes this is a moment. No one at the, no one at the counter is saying anything. CM Punk comes out. You see Mark Henry. And he's holding his arm because he's getting chills. Yeah. Mark Henry grabs his arm and is like, oh, my God. It felt like wrestling was back for the first time since the pandemic. Right, in my opinion, and CM Punk gets in the ring, and he starts talking, starts apologizing, and once the crowd, once just once the crowd loses their shit for you sitting down, yeah, that was it. I lost my shit for when he sat down. He got down, he sat in Indian style position, as we all know, Native American, Native American style position. Call it cross leg. Call, call it cross leg. <laughs> Listen, if you're Native American out there, I love you. That's just what I was trained as, as thinking. My, my thinking is wrong and illogical. So I am sorry. Yes. Cross leg position on the floor. That's better. Uh, he goes in to talk about and naturally. And this starts off our second uh, part of this whole thing, mm-hmm. which a question I had to ask you. Are you okay? With these WWE guys, sorry, with these ex WWE guys, because I'm going to call CM Punk an ex WWE guy. Right. Even though he says that he left professional wrestling when he left Ring of Honor. Yeah. And I get what he's saying. Mm -hmm. I understand that. Yeah. I really do. But you didn't. You know, but you didn't. So, because if you did, who, who who would know you? Right, because honestly, that's where I know CM Punk from. The WWE train got you to where you are. So, yeah. But I knew the inevitable WWE insult was coming. Right. How do you feel as a person who gets a little tired? Are, are, are you getting tired of these ex-WWE talents coming out and talking stuff about the company? And taking shots? Yeah. Yes, but I will say that for... The CM Punk, I expected it, <laughs> and it was okay. Yeah, I guess CM Punk would be the one of the guys who you knew it was coming. Yeah, and it's justified. He can't talk about. You can't talk about where he was at without yeah. saying it. Like, so do, what do you think about that shot, though? You think it was a bad dig? Do you think, out of all the shade throwing, I'm talking about. Fucking Chris Jericho, Dean Ambrose, R.I.P. Brody Lee, like Malachi Black, yeah, uh, Matt Cardona. 
Yeah. Like, is this one of the better shots at WWE? Big show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was one of the better ones. At one point, we was even having like a shot every week from people who was an ex Who was an ex WWE guys. Yes. Yeah, so. Cody Rhodes. I forgot Cody. Cody did it too. Yeah. Cody's one of the kings of doing it. <laughs> he Cody will cut Cody will tear jerk in the middle of insulting WWE. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think that this was one of the better ones. It wasn't unexpected. And I just rolled with it. Yeah. Uh I guess. I'm really getting tired of it, mm. and I hate to say I'm not a WWE fanboy, even though if you look behind you, there is a gigantic replica, gold, beautiful, heavy, black WWE title with, and I'm going to say it, one of my favorite WWE champions, the modern-day Maharaja Jinder Mahal plates. I'm going to say it, because that is when I bought my title. I bought my title only because... <laughs> I was in support of Ginger Mahal. And I do love wrestling. This is this is this yeah, I was it was totally a, a troll. Even though people I had people in the I had people in that that whole like row heated just mad. Yeah. They were so mad. Like I'm holding my title, Ginger wins. I think he was going against AJ. Was he going against AJ? I can't remember. I don't really remember. I don't remember. I, oh, what's it AJ? It, it might have been because I remember he was going against somebody that was overly faced, and everybody was like, "No, nah, yeah. he's gonna lose it." And I don't think we saw AJ wrestle. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We saw. We've seen AJ Styles wrestle like at least three times or twice. I think it was twice. We've seen AJ Styles and Chris Jericho and a tag team. We saw that. Hmm. They had their shirts. We saw that. Yes, because I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's when Shane Man came out. I'm part of WWE history. If you go back, yes, and watch Shane McMahon's. Return in in Detroit. You know the one we're talking about, where everybody yelled and screamed. If you look he in the it. in the middle section, white shirt. I am right there. I'm a part of WWE history. They literally show me every time they show that scene. I'm a part of WWE history. Yes, I am now white shirt and and hat guy. That's me. <laughs> white shirt, Detroit hat guy. <laughs> so yes, like. I, back to what we were talking about originally. Yeah, shots. I don't know if I like all these shots. Just because it's like you keep talking about them. Yeah. It's like you don't want to be WCW. Right. You don't want to be ECW. Yeah. You don't want to be Impact. Stop doing what they did. But this was a good sign. This was a great sign. I just, I guess after this CM Punk shot, you know Daniel Bryan's coming too. Yeah. So is Daniel Bryan going to take a shot at WWE now? I hope he doesn't. <laughs> Because all of them are just saying, hey, watch the WWE, where the better world heavyweight champion is. And I am a, I said, I have several Kenny Omega shirts, okay? I am on the hunt for a Kenny Omega figure, okay? I love Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. I am not a fan of him sticking his finger up guys' asses or doing campfire song matches. <laughs> I'm a fan of Kenny Omega in the Bullet Club. Now, the cleaner. Yeah. Roman Reigns. And then, hold on. Before we get to Roman Reigns, before we tangent, did you like the CM Punk reveal? Because we're going to move to SummerSlam. Yes, I did like the CM Punk reveal. I enjoyed it. Um, I kind of came in halfway through, so 
At first, it was yeah, you didn't ass. you didn't really see the whole thing. Yeah, because someone was playing yakuza, like was, a like a dragon I for like was. three days straight. She's been playing yakuza. I have to grind. <laughs> oh. Married life. <laughs> so yeah, but when I rewatched it, just like you said, just when he came out, I got mm-hmm. I felt the goose chills, the goosebumps. Yes, yes, yes. R.L. Stein was definitely all over you. Gross. Does it feel having Jack Black on your body? <laughs> <laughs> I hate spooky stuff. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. I liked it, and it might get me to watch Dynamite next week. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Speaking of that, we cat, <laughs> and I say we because I've also done this. But even though I have taken a break from watching Dynamite Live, I still keep up with what happens on the show because I do this show. Right. So. Cat has kind of made this big strike on not watching Dynamite because of Nick Gage. Yes. We after the Dark Side of the Ring on Viceland great show. Uh we saw John Moxley on there and I'm like, you know Nick Gage is coming to AEW. You know it. Everybody else gets their friend on TV. Yes. Fuego Dos Souls got a contract now. Yes. Like everybody. And she was like and what did you say? I said that if he shows up, I will stop watching it. I did not want to see him there. Yeah, why? Because I just think that he is someone who is, and this is, comes from watching the documentary that was somehow supposed to get him over to me. It did not. All I saw was somebody who was unsafe and who didn't care about other wrestlers mm-hmm. and who does garbage wrestling and not saying that there isn't a time and place for garbage wrestling it is but it's not on my tv so you do garbage wrestling you don't care about other people you're gonna bring your pizza cutter in it it was too much for me it was too much not on my tv yeah okay so like there's a time and place for garbage wrestling hardcore wrestling is a thing that's not what are you talking about hardcore wrestling no i'm not because i feel like hard Core wrestling mm-hmm. actually has some wrestling. Bang bang. Yes, but I feel like Nick Gage <laughs> doesn't do a lot of wrestling moves. No, no, he has no wrestling moves. His whole point is to make you bleed. His whole point yeah. is to get his shit in. Yeah. Like he 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 just wants to slice you up and hack and slash you. So yeah, he's a terrible wrestler. He can't do anything. He's not Cactus Jack. You know what I'm saying? He's not Terry Funk. Yeah. He's not Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah. Although people kind of compare him to that, but he's not. These guys could wrestle. These guys could whip his ass. Anyone listening to this show could kick Nick Gage's ass. Yes. Anyone. 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 Even you. Yep. Because he's just a fucking idiot. He's just some fucking moron who's gonna ask you for a dollar aggressively outside of your gas station and then when you say no he's gonna be like turn around and then go start picking bottles but he's gonna definitely let you know that he was unfor he was upset by your answer because he's aggressively asking you yes that's the gauge okay he's the guy who you're pretty sure in your neighborhood stole your lawnmower that that meth head who stole your lawnmower was Nick Gage. That's exactly what he looks like. But he also looks like, you know, that random guy who just, he always comes around and cuts the grass. 
Yeah. He, he yeah. That random looking white dude. And that's not like a knock on white people. There's educated white people. I love you. But this guy, <laughs> he looks like Jesse Pinkman's like per like the, the people who was in the fucking <laughs> drug yeah, house. Like Weasel and Yeah. Jesse Pinkman's friends. Yeah. Like this is what this guy looks like. This guy who's been to prison, you know what I'm saying? He's been to prison for robbing a bank with his fucking Matt. Well, idiot. We're not even talking about that. We're not even talking about that. Not so Nick, talking about that. Nick Gage has been the reason why we haven't watched AW. actively watched AEW. Yes. CM, CM Punk will be the reason that we come back. Yes. To AEW, that is fair. To make a long story short, yeah. We left well, a long Nick story Gage. is a long story. <laughs> and we coming back because of CM Punk. Yes. So. Back to my champion conversation. Yes. Ooh-ah. Uh. Ooh-ah. Uh. Who's the best champion in wrestling? In wrestling. I'm talking about, well, because one guy is like three champions. Yes. So, but then you have, you know, Roman Reigns. You have Bobby Lashley. Yes. One of the greatest New Japan, your, your favorite New Japan wrestler, Shingo. He's lying. He's <laughs> 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 My favorite New Japan wrestler is the ace. Hiroshi Tanahashi. That's, that is also one of my favorites. I have his figure in uh, right there. I agree. You can't say your own opinion of the ace. When you say the ace, it's actually his title. So when but, you say that, the people who don't know that you're being cheeky think you're actually talking about my favorite Japanese wrestler. But he's the old ace. No, he's not. Oh my Who God. are you talking about, fool? <laughs> Who are you talking about? I'm talking about the perfect drop kick having legend, Okada. Yes. Yes. The perfect drop kick from from Okada. Yeah, okay. He is amazing. But he's not the champion. The rainmaker. He, he's not. She's, she's upset because he stayed up till four in the morning and Shingo completely whipped his ass. Yes, I am. <laughs> I stayed up till six in the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you did. New <laughs> Japan has so many six man tags. Uh, so, uh, oh, Shing, Shingo. Yes. You know, uh, I believe Nick Aldis is still champion. We know we don't watch in WA. We don't. Uh, who, who, who's the best champion in wrestling? Um, I forgot about Miro. Yeah. Uh, Christian Cage. Christian Cage. Yes. Damian Priest. Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, I forgot that. Who is NXT? Karrion Cross. Charlotte Flair. Mm. Charlotte Flair is the best champion. Yes. That is a damn good choice. That is a damn good choice. And you know yes. what? I was going to argue it, but... Charlotte Flair is a dominant champion, but when it comes, okay, so women's champion, yes, Charlotte Flair. So I'm gonna ask you right now, Charlotte Flair versus Britt Baker, who you got easily? Charlotte Flair, easily. Charlotte Flair, easily. No matter where it is, no matter where absolutely. It is. Charlotte Flair. This is what bothers me. Ooh, we're gonna have this deep Charlotte Flair conversation because I don't we, think they're ready for this. Are we gonna do this? People, I need you guys to understand, and this comes from. I know we're still talking about champions. Yeah, this spawns from. Black Twitter and just wrestling Twitter being upset at Charlotte Flair for always winning. I am also upset that Charlotte Flair always wins all the time. Yes. I, I, I also could I could think of better women 
Sorry, not better women. I can think of other women. Because this is an important thing that I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Not better. Oh, no. I can think of other women who could win the title. Yes. I cannot think of anyone better than Charlotte Flair. No, no. absolutely not. She is the best female wrestler I agree. in the world and one of the top 10 best wrestlers in the world i agree i agree legit so charlotte flair winning all these times it doesn't bother me at heart because it makes sense she is so good that you have to highlight her either she's your champion or she's going for your champion or somebody has personally fucked with her and i'm talking about that uh lacey evans feud oh you know when somebody's personally getting to her like pissing you off Nothing to do with the title. It's just a personal situation. Yeah. So, I definitely see yeah. why Charlotte Flair's in everything all the time. Yes. She's really good. She comes back. She wasn't in Mania. She comes back. And guess what? Guess who your big fucking problem is, Rhea Ripley? Charlotte, Charlotte fucking Flair. Flair. Because, yeah. yeah, she's that fucking good. She's the best female wrestler in the world. Yes. She goes to AEW. You put that title on her immediately. She, she can go anywhere we yes. saw china wrestling in new japan and charlotte flair needs a chance because yes. oh my god this is insane on um, the hate of her when there isn't no one who wrestles better i don't care what you're saying she looks bigger than most women yes. she can do the high flying outside stuff yes. i've seen her do the andrade moonsault catch it moonsault stand and then moonsault again because you run out of the way yes i've seen that she's got the submission game She's got the grapples. She punches you and it looks nice. Her fucking chops look good. There is nothing that shows. She sells like Ric Flair. She yells into the microphone all the time. And she pisses you off. And she pisses you off. And she's super comfortable. She's like John Cena comfortable on that microphone at this point. She is. You got to give it to her. But I feel like I understand that you hate to see somebody win all the time. In this make-believe world. In the real world where wrestling is make-believe and it's all about you're choosing who wins and you're choosing who loses, everybody looks tough because it's wrestling, the little person can win sometimes. In a world where Becky Lynch puts out Bianca Belair, who was bigger than her, in less, one, than 30 in, seconds. in less than 30 seconds, everybody can get a shot, right? Right. It's like a turn. You take your turn, you take... And that is what wrestling has become to these people because there's no fucking... There's nobody telling you that you can't do this anymore. There's nobody right. being realistic to you. There's nobody saying that this person is bigger than you, so you can't win this like this right now. I mean, there right. are people like that, but those people aren't listened to anymore. Right. And what I'm saying... When I, and I say all that to say that look at... By, Charlotte Flair passes the eye test standing next to any other person. And that has nothing to do with her being white. No. It has everything to do with her being a bigger, more physical person. She's in fitness magazines. She's spending a million dollars on her body. Yes. She, dog. Charlotte Flair looks good. She looks like a female athlete. I feel like I could take Nick Gage in a fight before I took Charlotte Flair. Me too. So... If we want to put in the optics, is that? Yeah. But also, she has the talent. And Brick and you got and Britt Baker can never handle Charlotte Flair. No. Never. Britt Baker is only good because she knows how to do a garbage match. Mm, hot take. It's the truth. Mm. I, I she's 
she comes across as how Sasha Banks mm-hmm. and Becky Lynch, nah, how Sasha Banks comes across or AJ Lee when they first started, how they're okay, they do it right, but it's still you can tell that they're moving to their spots. Yeah. I can see the brain thinking there's going to be a botch in this match. Right. Somehow. Like, yeah. I, right. But Brebecker is amazing on the microphone, so I'll give her that. She's absolutely amazing. She's talked herself into a championship. Right. Also, she's one of the she's the best worker in AEW when it comes to the female talent. But so but Uh I mean, I like Thunder Rosa. I d- true, true, true. She's one of the best workers in AEW when it comes to the female talent. Yeah. But she is nowhere near Charlotte Flair's level. You would need Tessa Blanchard to even put a maybe. And that's only because that's the match we haven't seen. Right. So that's a maybe. But nah. Uh-uh. Charlotte Flair, different level. But when it comes to the champions, Roman Reigns is the best champion, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. In a sense that he passes that eye test that I was talking about. There isn't a champion on any wrestling program in the world that Roman Reigns does not look like he will beat this shit out of. I mean... Who? I guess Bobby Lashley. Yeah, okay. Bobby Lashley is the only one because he looks like a muscle with eyeballs. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that but, is true. But... I still feel like Roman Reigns would beat Bobby Lashley. Right. In a match. I feel like Roman Reigns would destroy Kenny Omega. Although that that is the match that I always wanted to see. Right. Because I feel like Roman Reigns would win that match, but it would be an amazing match. Roman Reigns would beat Okada. He'd beat Shingo. He would fucking beat Andrade. He would beat Nick Aldis. He'd beat Christian Cage. Right. He'd beat Moose. He'd beat Rich Swan. Fucking, uh... Miro? Miro. Oh my, we've already seen him right. beat Miro several times. Miro. I just had to throw him in. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What does Roman Reigns got to do? And to top it all off, SummerSlam. Roman Reigns, John Cena, an amazing match. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns beats John Cena. Just, I know that we could go into deeper what happened. John Cena ate him through the table. But Roman Reigns beats John Cena. Mm-hmm. And then... That sweet, sweet music hits of Brock Lesnar. I know somewhere my friend Justin was losing his mind. You'll hear him <laughs> on the podcast at some time. Uh, and people were losing their minds. I feel like this was, SummerSlam was a lot of WWE trying to answer what, to, to what just happened the night before. Yeah. Like, Brock comes out, and the pop is nice, but I don't feel like it's the biggest Brock Lesnar pop. No, no way. That we got, like, I feel like the Brock Lesnar pop when he came back from like a seven year, I think, break was amazing. Yeah, AA John Cena and walked off, but Brock comes out. And he's he's the he's 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 social media Brock at this point. Yes, to where you know the Brock from those pictures where you'd be like, look at Brock Lesnar in a meat uh, freezer or some shit like that. Yes, Brock Lesnar at the mall taking a picture with some random fucker. Like, and he's got the beard and the top knot looking like a samurai in one piece. <laughs> like, <laughs> Brock Lesnar looks so relaxed. 
Like, I'm confused, and I want to know when Brock Lesnar turned in to the Big Lebowski. <laughs> like, he comes out, he's just like, eh. Hey, and he looks at Paul Heyman, and he has, like, this look of, I thought you were behind me this whole time. Right. Like, hold on. When did you Wait, get over there? When the fuck? How the f- how the fuck do you teleport now? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm willing to bet that Brock had no idea that Paul Heyman wasn't on his side until he got out there. Right. Like, oh shit. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. I gotta talk for myself. Here's a question. Brock versus Roman. I'm gonna get to that in a second. So Roman leaves. As so- SummerSlam goes off. <laughs> Poor John Cena. Brock Lesnar <laughs> F5's John Cena. Because he can't let John Cena live. No. <laughs> John Cena cannot live. Okay. So this Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar storyline, this is a heavy wrestling blurred and uh, I'm blurredly wet podcast episode. Roman Reigns John, uh, and Brock Lesnar. What's happening with Paul Heyman? I don't know. Is he just going to stand on one side and talk shit to Brock and then turn to the other side and just start talking shit to Roman? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah. It's some sort of like Barbie girl scenario. Could could, <laughs> could you imagine like if he's like in the suit and he's talking to Brock Lesnar and then like he's like, I am the advocate to like the fucking tribal chief uh-huh. WWE champion and yada, 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 uh, Roman Reigns. And then he goes and walks like around but to like the left side of Brock Lesnar and then puts on his ECW hat and then it's like the undisputed <laughs> raining <laughs> like just goes in on Brock Lesnar. That would be funny. Because like, what happens here? Yeah. Brock, Brock don't talk. So are they really hoping that Brock Lesnar is going to cut promos and, and what happens here? Because Roman just proved that he don't need Paul Heyman in this John Cena feud. They've yeah. been going at it, and it's been, like, the best thing in WWE. The verbal tititay has been excellent. Who's got tits? <laughs> so, Becky Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, I think I think that's going to be good. I think that was a good way to end SummerSlam, but we're going to talk about the middle of SummerSlam now, because this is the – go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to ask, who do you think is going to get custody of Paul Heyman? Roman Reigns. Okay. Oh, no. Actually, no. I think Brock Lesnar will get custody of Paul Heyman because Roman Reigns doesn't need him. Mm. But I don't know if Brock... I don't know if Paul will try to screw Roman mm-hmm. or if Paul's just going to leave. Like, how do you... Yeah, how do you do? Maybe he does. Maybe I mean, Roman tells Paul to go away because he doesn't want to get screwed. Mm. He's like, nah, I, I don't want you close to me right now because you got your allegiances could be. History. Yeah, you could be literally working for the, the fucking devil. You working right. for the government. You work for the ops. You a bitch. <laughs> you a whole bitch. So, <laughs> so, so speaking of whole bitches, in the, in the middle of SummerSlam, we got this. Uh, hold on. Rick Boogs is in the middle of the ring. Now, this has no reason for being here. None. Rick Boogs is in the ring. He plays his guitar, does his intro, and he's like, you know, Shinsuke, yeah. Nakamura! And he plays it. I'm proud of that. <laughs> and Shinsuke comes out. 
and you know they're doing their thing uh i can't think of his name the announcer the commentator oh who used to do the football who used to do the football yes he was a kicker pat mcafee thank you <laughs> shit that's how i remembered it i was like thank you pat pat mcafee is the best when it comes to this he he's is on the table he's going crazy he's talking about how they all wore white and you can obviously tell that they didn't mean to but he's like <laughs> we all did it on purpose it's it's just great go ahead i love pat mcafee doing this i will never remember him for what he did with the football he's but- the nfl champion <laughs> But going out for Shitsuke Nakamura, <laughs> and a, and a, and a I don't remember that. And fucking, he's like, I don't think the table is strong enough to hold all three of us. Because him, Shinsuke, and Boogs are playing. He's playing. Boogs playing the guitar. They're all on top of the fucking table. Michael Shinsuke's Cole doing this thing. Michael Cole's holding his head down. Like, what is happening? <laughs> I like Pat McAfee just because how he makes Michael Cole respond to him. Yes. He makes Michael Cole somewhat better. Yes. Because it's like somebody going off the rails. While Cole is like, it's almost like, like Jackie Chan in a fight with people uh-huh. in a museum, and Pat McAfee is the people, and and Michael Cole is Jackie Chan, and Pat McAfee is just getting excited, knocking over things, and Jackie Chan's <laughs> doing kung fu moves to catch it, like ho 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 ho, like he's trying to catch a vase and shit, rush hour shit, and, right. <laughs> and Pat McAfee's doing crazy shit. He does all this shit at the top of the vase, and then Pat McAfee just shoots the vase at the end of the day. Yes. So that's why I like Michael Cole. Yeah, he gets to play a very good straight man to Pat McAfee. Sis Pat Ginger. McAfee is, Pat McAfee is so <laughs> wild that the Michael Cole's blandness plays well. Yes. Yes. Okay, so middle of the show. Now that happens for no fucking reason. No I'm like Shinsuke is going to fight Apollo Cruz right now. I'm like, okay, yeah. because he beat Apollo. I'm like, all right, let's do this, do it. Uh and and then we cut to a movie about Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. The movie starts at WrestleMania. Yeah. And, and we should have seen the Kofi vibes of this. We should have seen it right there. We should have. Just like Kofi Brock, they play when Kofi won the title in the video before the match. Right? They played yeah. the video before the match. And it was all celebration. They played the, uh, a Bianca's WrestleMania moment. And the articles are the first time two African-American women have headlined at WrestleMania. Yeah. And the first time women, like, and, like, the first African-American woman to win a championship at WrestleMania. And how she was crying. Yeah. And the buildup of the match. And how it was so uplifting. And then... She wins. And then we go on this other tangent featuring Cardi B's Up, which is a good song, I guess. Yes. I actually like that they paid to get Up played. We'll get to Up in a second. And fucking, they, they get to, and they show Bianca just dominating. They show her beating Bailey, Carmella, yeah. all the other random cisgender women. Because uh, you said straight. I'm just That's just how we say straight. Whatever. All the, all, all the straight bitches. So... She's just beating all of them. They show how dominant she is. And then they show how uh, Sasha Banks came back to help her when she was getting jumped by yeah. uh, by uh, um, Carmella and that random fucking streaming bitch. I'm not, I'm not going to say her name. I'm not. I, pff, she's not going to waste my time. So I'm the bird with the red hair was, <laughs> was jumping her. And then Sasha comes out. And they help, and then Sasha turns on on Bianca and the, the, the story, okay. Right. But they made it just such a huge thing. Yeah, a huge thing. Just to forget all that, 
Yeah. Because then the the, uh, the match starts. Well, the, the interests are coming out. Yeah, Bianca Belair's song plays, and this is where we going to come to up. They pay for the Cardi B song. Yes. I think Bianca Belair's new music should be up. I think it should be, too. I mean, of course, the edited version. Right, right. But that is what that would probably get the the crowd hype. Yeah. Than just her. I'm on the wall. Bop the ball. Bop the bop the bop. It's terrible. <laughs> like it's awful. She just comes out skipping and twirling her hair, which needs to go as well. But I feel like that should have been the up you pay for. You could have. I think they, a Cardi B performance while Bianca Belair comes out would have gotten Twitter exploded. Yeah. Twitter would have exploded. I think yeah. that is a big miss. Especially if you're trying to answer the CM Punk thing. Yeah. But if you do all that, then I guess that also defeats what the fuck you're about to see in a couple of seconds. Because what happened next, baby? The Uh, boss wasn't there. The boss wasn't there. The boss wasn't there. And then it comes out that WWE knew Tasha Banks was injured and not going to be there for two weeks. WWE knew this. They had this going in. Yeah. So then Carmella, they announced it. That Sasha Banks isn't going to be here. The crowds are like, what the fuck? Oh, oh mm-hmm. okay. And as soon as they announced that she wasn't going to be here, I linked over to my wife and I said, the man is coming. He did. Oh, my God. The man is here. Becky Lynch to answer CM Punk. The fucking man is here. I knew. I knew what they were queuing up. And then Carmella comes out. Yeah. And it's like, she's going to get the match. And I'm like, everybody is like silent. Like, oh, yeah. It's like pin drop. Pin drop. No pop at all. It's silent as fuck in there. Then, when the match is about to start, mm-hmm. Becky Lynch's music hits. Oh! And it's amazing. The yeah. man is here. People are losing their shits. Babies are being thrown. Yes. No one's crying, though. But everybody's super excited. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Becky Lynch is super hyped. She comes out, and this man was in Vegas shirt. Cool. Yeah. I like it. She's still the man. Yes. She comes, beats up Carmella, and throws her into the steps. Nah, yeah. Looked a little nah. Mm. Becky Lynch doesn't look buff or ripped. She kind of looks. She doesn't really have much muscle tone. No, not yet. Yeah. She, she kind of looks like she could still be on her way back to ring shape. Yes. She comes out there. She still looks good, though. Yeah, still looks good. She challenges Bianca Belair for the title. Yes. Right. You gonna say something? Oh, I was just gonna say I like the hair. Yeah, always. Yeah. And Bianca Belair is jumping up and down. She's so excited. She ready. She's ready. Tiffany she's, Haddish was there too. She's like, let's do it. I'm not even now gonna. She's like, <laughs> let's do it. She's ready. Ring the bell. I had to. I just said that. She <laughs> ring the bell. And the match goes on in all of 26 seconds. Becky Lynch reaches for her hand and the shake hands. Bianca Belair goes for it, gets slapped in the face. She turns around into a rock bottom that Michael Cole has called the manhandle slam. It is not a pump handle slam. That is different and a whole different move entirely. Right. This is a rock bottom. Or, if anything, a urinagi by Bray Wyatt. But this is a rock bottom. I know wrestling moves. Maybe even a bookend. <laughs> but it's definitely it looks like a rock bottom manhandle slam it doesn't even not even like Bianca Belair definitely sold it yeah cause she got up high for it but the impact wasn't like a cane choke slam yeah 
It wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? Being slammed by the big show. It wasn't like a Keith Lee spirit bomb. Yeah. It was like a fucking Thor down and then one, two, three off of a rock bottom. 26 seconds. Boo. Becky Lynch has beaten Bianca Belair and is a new SmackDown Women's Champion. Bianca Belair was out of the ring and is standing up. She's fine. She's totally fine. She's just looking like, what the fuck? Hands on her head. I can't believe this happened to me. Right. How did I lose my title this quick? Oh, they're playing that she's like, I, I get the story they're playing. that She's this young talent who's inexperienced, so she wasn't ready for this, and it kind of blew her mind. Right. Stun loss. But, damn. 26. This is, And this is where everybody's talking about the Kofi Kingston. Brock. Brock v. Kofi was trending last night on Twitter. Oh, jeez. Because all they were talking about was this. Yeah. How could you do this? How could you do this? Like, you play this video to show how impactful she is. Yeah. And then you forget about it. And this isn't somebody like maybe Nikki Cross who had the belt for... A week. Yeah. Or two weeks or a month. This is Bianca Belair who won the title at WrestleMania and has been her champion for like six months. Yeah. And you only give her 30 seconds? And you play how dominant she been. Yeah. So nobody else? It wasn't 30 seconds. It wasn't 30 seconds. I'm giving them credit. So nobody else could have beat her? Yeah. And, and I'm, But that crowd, this is where it gets you. And I heard people talking to me yesterday on the internet. Mm-hmm. Nothing to respond to me on Twitter. Well, sorry. What's your Twitter, please? Inirresponsibly. <laughs> Inirresponsibly. That this is all storyline and it makes sense and we're going to get Bianca Becky at WrestleMania. Damn WrestleMania in some ways. Yeah. We got Survivor Series in the middle of that. Yeah. The Royal Rumble. And also Hell in a Cell, right? Yeah. No, Hell in a Cell already happened. Oh. But, but what the fuck? That's, that is next year. Yeah. So they building up a match in SummerSlam for all the way to next year, which also could be what they doing with this Brock Lesnar thing. Right. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's like, like you, you, this crowd was hungry for this match. Yeah. I was hungry for this match. I was like, yeah. I don't care. I don't mind that Becky Lynch is the champion. I do not care about the outcome of that match. The yeah. one the one that happened yesterday. I'm I'm okay with Becky Lynch beating her in 20 and not no, beating her and being the champion. Yes. I'm, I'm okay not okay. I'm not okay with a 26 second match. No. They could have put on a fucking match. They could have had man, just because you play that Shinsuke thing. And then the thing after that is the Olympic people coming out. To, 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 I'm the Olympic gold medalist coming out yeah. and walking around and doing anything. So you had at least 20 minutes. Yeah. Fuck all that. Yeah. Fuck that. Why they got to come out and get in the ring? That's that's a two-minute segment. They come out, stand in the middle, stand at the, at the entrance ramp, wave their hands, and get yeah. the fuck out of here. It was long and stupid. People was like, ring, walked around to the fans. and people just didn't know if he should clap or yell. What, what, what is this? People were stunned at what the fuck just happened. Yeah. When you had the time, if, if they would have put on a 20 minute match that would have fucking went the distance and they would have been great. People would have said this was an amazing fucking moment. Yeah. Becky Lynch is amazing. 
it would have went the way they that WWE wanted. But when you hold Bianca Belair, now you have everybody saying, or did you just do this? Yeah. WWE fucking NXT again. Again. And I don't get it. I don't get it. Why was she champion for so long if she could be beaten in 26 seconds? Think about this. It's Yeah. By yeah. something that wasn't even Becky Lynch's finishing move when she left. I'm confused on it. I'm confused and disappointed. Yeah, it's it, it's it's not a good look. It's not a good plan. It's not a good look. No. Ugh, it just it just makes people more frustrated with WWE, and it just echoes what CM Punk said not not on Rampage, but what he said in the interview. I don't remember. He said everything in WWE could be better. Right. And this just echoed that like everything in WWE could be better if they did it right. Yeah. And this just is one of those things. Like, yeah, Becky Lynch came back. She got the title. The outcome is okay. But the mat, that could have, the moment could have been better. Yeah. It was like Barry and Bianca. Barry and Bianca just so Becky can get her spot back. Right. When y'all didn't have to bury Bianca. (laughs) Becky could have got her spot back and not bury Bianca. She could have went the distance with Bianca. And... Prove to prove that she was back and still had it. The man is back with an amazing match. Yeah. Now we gotta what? Have a tag match on Friday with Becky Lynch and fucking Sasha Banks versus what? Bianca Belair and Carmella. Right. Like, like what? Like that's that's dumb. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have tag matches. For a whole six months until the WrestleMania time? Ugh. That's not good. Somebody said, that, oh, they building up to that. No, they not. They not. They not. They not. Bianca Belair ain't getting a WrestleMania match against Becky Lynch? Nah. Man, she getting the next pay-per-view. Yeah. And that's it. And then she gone. That's it. Right back to mid-cardness doing fuck all. Doing fuck all. The women's mid card in WWE is better than AEW's. Yes, but still awful. And it's insane because it is better than AEW's. So it shouldn't be awful. Yeah. You have women back there who ain't doing shit who can actually put on an entertaining performance in the ring. Yeah. Unlike AEW, who just has botchers back there. Yes. They got botchers. They got Britt Baker as a champion, a bunch of botchers, and Hikaru Shida, baby. Thunder Rosa. Damn it. I keep I keep thinking the Thunder Rosa's NWA. And right. Thunder Rosa. Yes. Yes. I keep forgetting that. Nyla Rose is okay, but she's a botcher too. Nyla Rose is a botcher. Penelope Ford is one of the worst female wrestlers I've ever seen. Yeah. It's crazy. Chris also, Statlander is also one of the worst female wrestlers I've ever seen. I would like to point out that I feel like the Big swole. I feel like the match between Jade Cargill and Sierra. We did go over that. We we completely went over that. Yeah. Yeah. Longer than. Yeah, it did. The Becky Lynch and uh, Bianca Blair match. Yes. Which was the better match? You said which one's the better one? (laughs) Yeah. I want to say. 26 seconds. Jade. 26 seconds. I don't know. I don't know. Because, like. It was also a short match because Jade Cargill is just, where she at right she now. She kicked her in the cooch 
and then hit her with her finish. <laughs> At least she hit her with her finish. Jay Carhill cannot kick. She's also one of those shitty wrestlers in the back. She looks gorgeous. She, she has the body of a goddess. She has. She is amazing looking. <laughs> I just realized I queued that up. <laughs> she is literally an Amazon. Yes. She she looks amazing, but she don't know how to work. No. Every time she tries to do that front kick, she kicks bitches in the gooch every time. <laughs> that kick is bad. She either misses it completely or straight up kicks you. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's bad. So, WWE has a better mid-card women's division than AEW, but you'll never know it. Never. Nope. AEW job. Uh, what's your name? Kiera. I'm Kiera Hogan. Yeah, they did. They jobbed her. I had a lot of hope for her, too. But damn. But it's who they put her against. Yeah, right? It's almost like Tony Khan is following the same plan that WWE is. Black people sit at the same table. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mexican people sit at the same table. Yeah. And the white people sit at the same table. Hmm. That's the format. Y'all tell me it's not. Tell me it's not. Tell me in WWE that Bobby Lashley didn't feud with fucking almost like every black person on the roster. And then made uh, the Hurt Business who only beat up black guys. True. That's what happened. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Like, the Hurt Business straight up beat up all black talent for, like, six months. Their their entire existence. They might have jumped on, like, Roberto Carrillo, another minority. Yeah. But. And then he went on to fight. Yeah. uh, It was Ricochet, Cedric Alexander. And then it became just Ricochet. And then they started beating up Keith Lee. They beat up uh, Matt Riddle, didn't they? Yeah. But Bobby Lashley only, and then they went against the New Day and Kofi Kingston. Yeah. They only, like, black, the black guys only beef with black guys. Apollo Crews became a heel to on, beef with to Big beef e. with Big E. And he yeah. only feuded with Big E for, for weeks, months. He only yeah. feuded with Big E. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. And then in AEW, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. So it, and that's weird. That's weird. How about the fact that Herberto Carrillo had to wrestle Andrade for like, yeah, forever. And then they also threw in Angel Garza. Yeah. For whatever reason. Because <laughs> he's Spanish. Well, yeah. <laughs> but so I hated this. I hated the answer to CM Punk that WWE had. Yeah. I I but I could have loved it because I like Becky Lynch. I I popped. But damn, you ruined it. You ruined it. It was like they came up. It was like, hey, you want this nice piece of candy? And I bit into it, and it was shit. Ooh, piece of candy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Bit into it, and it was shit. And it was shit. Yeah, it's, it's, take a, should we take a break after that? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get break. We're going to spark up. Second blunt. Everybody match. So... That's our wrestling conversation. What do you think about so so? After everything that happened, are you gonna watch Raw this this Monday? You know, I don't have many things to watch on Monday, but no, <laughs> no, 
No. Yeah, if you watch Raw, you a brave son of a bitch. Yeah. But I was hoping that, so hold on. You could watch all three hours. I tip my motherfucking cap to you. <laughs> yeah, straight up. But, so, like. So. It, I think it's wild that you, AEW and WWE both put on shows and the pay-per-view doesn't make you want to watch the show but the second show makes you want to watch the main show of AEW. yeah yeah do you want to watch smackdown i kind of do want to watch smackdown mm. do you want to see i mean just what you want to see that tag match with becky lynch if she even wrestles yeah if she even wrestles. if she even wrestles she's going to come out for a segment and be gone i know i know i want to watch smackdown I don't think I will. So you're just going to Captain America me right now? Yes. <laughs> okay. Captain America. So 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 I <coughs> I can't hear about the girl that you fucked? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Was she thicker? Thicker. He waits for a response. Yes. She was. That she cause she knew it queued up the next conversation. Yes. Segway into thicker women. Kat, you are a fan of music. Yes, I listen to things. The wrestling conversation is over. Sorry guys. Do you like uh Lizzo? Yes, I am a fan. How do you feel about well, tell me, because this is this is this was your Segment. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you queue up. Tell me what's going on with Lizzo. If you don't know who Lizzo is, she's a singer. She makes popular music. Truth hurts. Is a, she's 100 that that bitch. You probably yes. heard that before. So go ahead, Cat. Yes, Lizzo is a music artist. She um she is a fat woman, a fat black woman. Definitely BBW. Yes. And she makes music. And recently, she came out with a new song. Cardi B was on it. And it don't seem like the internet liked it. Well, as a person sitting right in front of you, I'll tell you, I didn't like it. Right. The song is called Rumors. And I think Lizzo is an amazing singer. But when singers try to rap, it always comes across as you're either doing a rap for kids mm. or you're Curtis Blow. Mm. Ooh. That's tough. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I reside in that. But so, yeah, the song what really wasn't that good. She spent like a million dollars on it. I, I didn't like it. It's basically talking about how all the rumors you heard about her is true and how she don't give a fuck about you. That's actually could be a rhyme. Uh, <laughs> and like how she's going to stand by her bullshit no matter what it is because she don't care about your opinions. Right. So, we saw people who didn't like it, like my husband sitting across from me. People's opinion. Yeah, which is fine and fair. But then you get to places and you see them saying that they don't like it. And Lizzo's <coughs> a mammy because she make pop music. 
Please repeat that. You get to the point where you see people saying that they don't like it and Lizzo's a mammy because she make pop music. Right. A mammy who, if we can explain the racial slur to people who don't understand what mammy is. Yes, if you never heard the term mammy or if you're using it incorrectly, a mammy is a person who in slave times and after slave times in the civil rights era would take care of white people's who was a black woman who would take care of white people's kids she was depended on um to be there to care for them all the time and a lot of times she wouldn't even be home to take care of her kids so a lot of white kids grew up with a black mother figure and they called her instead of mother mammy that's where the term comes from it's also like a southern thing you know the South, where everything is backwards and stupid. Yeah. Sorry if you're listening in the South. I love you as people. I love all people. I love all my listeners down South. You guys are nice. You guys are great. I just think that, you know, some down South culture is a little backwards. You guys have statues to races. I mean, I'm just, whatever. Yeah. So that's where that term comes from. <laughs> and just being honest. To call Lizzo that. It's out of place. And, like, if you don't like the song, just say you don't like the song. Yes. But it's okay it, to not like the song. Yeah, it's okay to not like the song. That's cool. But when you start saying you don't like the song because of how a person looks, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you got to understand that To this is where people like to think that the world is getting too sensitive and soft because you can't say how you feel. But you can always critique her music how you feel. Yes. The thing that needs to change is when we go a step deeper into the music. It's like it's when we go a step deeper outside the music, I should say, and start insulting a person's look. They're now talking about their behavior. If they put it out there for the world to consume, that's fine. Yeah. But talking about how I look, it's that's wrong. too much. That's too much. So everybody coming at Lizzo, uh, for example, where are they? Anything else? I'm sorry. They are also talking about how, so in the song Rumors, Lizzo says that um, she's talking about she ain't fucked Drake yet. And people on the internet is talking about how because she fat, she can't fuck Drake. Yes, I have heard and seen posts about how she wants to fuck Chris Evans and Drake, and why would they fuck her when they can fuck physically fit women? That's exactly what I've heard. Right. Which is wrong. Yeah. Because just because you think something might be your preference, we're not even going to go into the hate of it, you can't say that that's somebody else's preference. You can't say what somebody else is going to do when they feel that type of way, so you just sort of spewing hate to her. And Drake and Chris Evans have been flirting with Lizzo. So <laughs> the leg y'all standing on is kind of unfounded. Yeah, there is actually tweets of and, and comments on Instagram of them flirting back with Lizzo, wanting Lizzo. So I, I, it's all about if people just do more information. Yeah. Like, like but we got to stop body shaming people, man. If people, if, listen, you could say, that being overweight is unhealthy and that's fine there is 
facts to prove that. But you could also work yourself out way too hard and be unhealthy. Yeah. It's facts to prove that. You can be thin and not be able to run anywhere without yeah. losing your breath. Yeah, I know a lot of thin people who can't work out. Yeah, like there are different factors in health that come through. And most of y'all ain't doctors and ain't studied health. Right. I'm I'm a, I'm overweight, but I can outrun anybody. I'm overweight and I can get in the gym and outwork anybody. So, like, if people claim it on eating and how people eat when I know fat vegans. True. Like, so, it's a lot deeper than just seeing somebody and automatically claiming that they unhealthy. Yep. Because that's what you've been told your whole life. Yes. Yes. I think, I think that we gotta, we gotta stop fucking just insulting people because it's fun yeah we gotta stop that shit that shit not fun like roasting motherfuckers that's different right you can roast motherfuckers if you want to right i know you're gonna think well how can i roast you if i can't talk shit about you it's, it's ways yeah that makes you a talented roaster get creative what am i wearing right now that's fine but if you're gonna talk about me or a person, not gonna say me. You talk about a person being gay or a person being overweight and they, you know what I'm saying? That's just why. Yeah. Really? Because cause that shit all spawns from something. You know what I'm saying? You talking about somebody being overweight, meanwhile, your mama fat as hell. Your grandma fat as hell. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, so it just comes off as hateful and maybe something that you need to reassess. Yeah. Why do I feel like this to fat people? Yeah, and I feel like that's not talking about a stand-up comedian. Yeah, you aren't stand-up comedian on Twitter. You're no nobody is reading this with your same laughy tone that no. that you're typing with. It just it's just it's just hate. Yeah, it's just hate. And so so what else happened? With so what did Lizzo do to respond? When Lizzo saw all of this. Um, and I believe it was like the next day, maybe two days later after the song. And let me just point out, the song was literally everywhere. I feel like the first day I heard this, she released the song on the radio. The bitch was on the radio. Yeah, we were literally so, in the car. Yeah, every everybody had a chance to hear the song. Like she played it on her phone when it first dropped, and then she unplugged her phone in the car, and it was on the radio. Yeah. So. Lizzo was on Instagram Live, and which which lets you. So I'm sorry to pause you. Go ahead. Which lets you think about how much money was spent on this song, which is gonna bring me to another topic that we're gonna have to talk about with this music thing. And that's 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 paying a lot of work for for, for not what you're paying for. The, the quality does not match the price that you spent on this, and and that needs to change. It's it's absurd. Right. Go ahead. Lizzo posted a video on her Instagram, and I mostly saw clips from it where, I don't know everything that I'm saying in the video, so I'm paraphrasing, but where she was crying, and she was saying that um, a lot of days, the hateful things that people say don't affect her, but she feel like 
when she is doing a lot and she's more stressed a lot of the hate she sees about her being a mammy or about her being fat or this that and the other makes her feel sad Hmm. it's not like she gonna stop what she do it but she feel like it's misplaced and like it's just hate about her being fat in the song does she talk about being fat and how she don't care about people's opinion yes that is a line I'm pretty sure in her previous songs does she talk about this being a thing I know she does yes yeah okay go ahead so yeah that's the clip that I saw where she was crying and expressing her feelings on it now I'm not sure how I feel about people expressing their feelings on the internet or crying on the internet showing emotion on the internet is always a key to more abuse yeah so I thought that maybe it might have been misplaced maybe not the time for it but I see where people say that you know you share when you struggling and if it helps somebody else out but my opinion I'm not for crying on the internet no I think showing somebody to help somebody out would be like, and this is something I've said about the people who are battling mental health and people who have to step away from it mm-hmm. because it's too much. We always hear about them stepping away from it, but we never hear it. And, and, and then they always come back and then they do shit and then critiques happen and then they step away again. Right. We never hear about somebody coming back and going, damn, I had a fight with this and now I'm better and I can perform at the high level that I want to. Mm-hmm. And then they never come back to it. Like, I know we got NBA players like Kevin Love and, and DeMar DeRozan who, but they don't publicly say that they're going through something when they're going through it. Right. And, and I think that's, that is a story that needs to be told. But, yeah, so I think hearing something like that would be a lot more helpful to the situation. But, I feel differently about what Lizzo did mm-hmm. because I understand where she's coming from and it's sad people in the world are fucking annoying, right? Right. And it gets to you. You're, you're a person, you know what I'm saying? You have, you're, you're vulnerable just like I'm vulnerable. Right. But it goes against everything that you said in your music. When I hold up the paperwork of what you said, like Loki, this is a list of everything you said. Mm-hmm. It don't add up with how you're feeling right now. It come across as somebody on a reality show, like who's like, "Oh, I'm gonna tell it like it is. I'm, I, I can go in, but then I can't. I, but but then once you, once people start looking at you and criticizing you, you turn into, well, I'm just, I'm actually a real person, and you know, sometimes I get a little shy. Mm. Like that's kind of what it turns into. You can't be tough on your music. And then show me that you're not in the real world. You can't be like, I'm I'm a big woman and I'm proud of it. Look at me. You can't have that Monique swag. You know what I'm saying? Of being a big woman and proud of it and fucking doing your thing, even though she lost me. But, and then tell the world in tears that it's getting too much. That y'all just talking about this too much. 
when right. when you just had a song talking about it. You just these same people who have been talking about you for your entire run. Right. You just came out with a song beefing with them. I'm being honest. You're not talking about no other rapper that but but what do you call it when you rapping and you insulting somebody? You beefing with the the, 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 the you beefing with Twitter who don't like you. Bad Twitter. Right. Negative ass Twitter. You beefing with them. You just said a whole song talking shit about them. So they're going to come back at you. They're going to come back at you. So expect it. That's what I'm saying. Don't come out challenging them with a song called Rumors when you're talking about how all the rumors is true and you fucking talking about how you being big and positive and you don't give a fuck because you can fuck anybody you want and that's true. Mm-hmm. Then why are you crying right now? So you saying like how Megan Thee Stallion came out with that shit, which was like going against the blogs and people tagging yeah. her and shit like Going that. against the blogs and people tagging her and, and slut shaming her. Yeah. And people continue to do that after the song. Yeah, of course. And they um, do it. They do it more because you challenge them. Right. They do it more. They feel like they feel personal about it. They're, they, they're already crazy enough to fucking insult you. Right. So they feel personal about it, so here they come. You come out with a song, and they're going to tell everybody how bad the song is. Right. And I don't recall she came out with a video no, expressing she her didn't. feelings. Megan, Megan didn't do that. Right. But if she did that, then that would defeat the purpose of the song. Right. I get what you're saying. So her doing that defeats the purpose of the song. And maybe I'm the only one who thinks of the music. And this is where we're going to go into my music tangent. Mm-hmm. If you're okay, do you have anything else to say? Okay. I feel like we aren't holding people accountable to what they say. Mm. In the music industry, we are so used to everybody getting a ghostwriter. And it just feels like Lizzo got a ghostwriter. Now, I don't know if Lizzo got a ghostwriter her whole career. I'm going to say she didn't. I'm going to say she wrote some of those songs on her first album that I genuinely like. Right. But this seems like a, a, a ghostwriter. How can you have all these things and then be emotional about them? It don't add up to what you're saying if he holds you accountable to what you're saying. Mm. And this happens to a lot of people in music where it just seems like you have a ghostwriter because what you're saying doesn't add up to who you are. You, And it's just it's just weak. Because it's like, y'all, y'all not real. You're not genuine. You're not genuine. You're trying to show me that you're real right now by crying in my face. So what the fuck is that you're just saying? It's all just stage. All of it is just stage. Music industry is all stage. None of it is real because everybody just talks about bullshit now. Because mm-hmm. everybody, everybody's ghostwriting and everybody's talking about shit that's not them. And Lizzo is another testament of the shit right now. Because you're sitting here crying about shit when you're supposed to be confident. You're supposed to have that swag. You don't. Because one, you shouldn't be rapping. And two, you shouldn't be talking about negative comments. And three, you shouldn't be on the internet showing emotion. Right. And it's like, how much money? Did you, you, we said this. We heard the song everywhere. It was on the radio. It was everywhere. She paid Cardi B. Cardi B is at least 50000 for a feature. I'm going right. to go up and say at least 100000 for a feature. Right. That's me. I'm going to go up and say at least 100000 for a feature or some shit like that. And then they had the video. Then they had the video, which was as we as we know that um, what's her name video Normani video cost a million dollars. So yeah. if we can try to equate that. And it was a lot of digital. Um, yeah. 
a lot of digital work in the video, so of course yeah. that costs yeah. more. And then all the pushing, we pay, we gotta pay these radio stations. We ain't gonna talk about it though, but but whatever, we gotta pay all this shit to, to get a play everywhere. The pushing is is also money. Yeah. Why do your songs sound so shitty? And 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 that's me and my nice opinion. I don't think it sounds shitty. It's bad. I don't need Lizzo rapping. I never need Lizzo rapping. Right. Ever. Her rapping sounds as bad as Beyonce rapping in Savage, dog. That shit sound like Curtis Blow to me, dog. It's an old-ass 80s flow. That shit mm. is bad. I don't like that shit. And, 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 and now you're going to rap, so you're trying to be tough, but now you, you can't even hang with toughness. Right. You just tried to rap and improve what? And then, dog, dog. I'm glad that Lizzo was alive to tell me that cool rhymes were cool because I didn't know this. <laughs> Thank you. Okay? And I love her as a beautiful woman. Absolutely. I'm talking about you as the mental intellect. I'm not insulting you, the physical. I'm insulting that deepness inside of you that thought that that was a good idea. That is where I draw the line with a lot of these motherfuckers out here. Right. Because it just it just seemed ghost written. Just seemed ghost written. Just like that fucking uh, Doja Cat and Scissor song. We looked up on that. It turned out there was eight people writing that song. They had a list. They had an SNL writing team to write this song. Right. And a lot of songs is like that. Yes. So I start to lose respect for any of these people. Right. You just, got- you're just voices. You're not even ideas. Eight people working on the song, and they giving you rudimentary rhymes. Rudimentary, yeah. So my my thought is, Lizzo spent over a million dollars on this, or somewhere near. Right. More money than I would spend in a year on this, and it sounds bad. And it's so bad that you can't even stand by it because you're crying. <laughs> so I. I yeah, it's just more it's just more people saying shit that that don't add up to who they are. We need to stop and listen to what these people are saying. We need to stop and listen and think about what they're saying. And yes, I know I am high right now. And I know I'm telling you to actually comprehend words that are coming out of people's mouths. <laughs> but please, because none of it makes sense. It's all just the same. And if you think, and if you listen to two, if you listen to three songs, you're going to realize this motherfucker's cadence is the same too. Right. And if you ain't writing a song, you're just in the studio performing it. What are you? What are you? Where did you come from? Like, cause it's just like, you're just, you're just a voice. You're just, you're just a voice. Like anybody could do that. I mean, right? You're not even thinking of the idea, but that's just me talking about the music industry right now. We're gonna do a tier list to who I think is shit and who I think is not as shit. Oh, one more thing. I wanted to say that I am excited to see what Lizzo albums sound like. Yeah, I am. I guess that that makes that makes all of one of us. I did not think the first song was bad, mm. in my opinion. But also, I am a person who listens to not music everybody else listens to. Uh, uh, 
So I'm excited to see what the rest of the album sounds I like. I am. I'll, I'll give it a compliment. All right, compliment. Cardi B is probably the best female rapper right now. Hmm. As in the same sense that Drake is the best rapper right now. That they popular, whatever they drop hit, is going to be a hit. And Cardi B actually switches up her cadence. She does. Unlike any other female rapper that's popular. That's popular. Right. Because there are some that aren't popular who are killers. Right. But out of the popular ones... I guess she's 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 the best one, with and, and that says something. How does that make you feel? Female rappers in the world, the best rapper, the best female rapper in the world needs subtitles. How does that make you feel? <laughs> How? Because it should make you feel like shit. Well, I mean, then doesn't she have a leg up on them? Because also she can rap in Spanish. Yeah, true. So that does make her more. Worldwide. Name one time rapping in Spanish was a positive. Daddy Yankee. I'm still waiting. <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bye. I'm Name out. one time. <laughs> Selena couldn't even sing in Spanish. I'm talking about rapping in Spanish. <laughs> but no, I mean, more people listen to her then. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Rapping in Spanish isn't good. I'm sorry. No. Who cares? The Spanish people? Who? Okay. Who cares? I don't know what to say. <laughs> Does anybody give a shit about the Spanish charts going crazy in America? Do we care? Do we care? Do you care? Do you care? Oh, shit. I, I kind of don't. You don't care. give a fuck. <laughs> no, I kind of don't care. We we don't we don't give I a shit. Don't care. So, but some people care. No, so Cardi. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this song is really bad. Uh, if you want, we could review more songs for you guys, and I will tell you if it's good or bad. My musical opinion is pretty solid, in the sense that I'm consistent with my scale of music. I I don't hate everything. There is music that I enjoy. Could you imagine if my playlist on YouTube was just like podcasts, just conversations? Right. This man listens to no music because he can't <laughs> tolerate it. Nah. I listen to some music. I I, I have artists that are good. Mm-hmm. There are songs from artists that aren't good that are good. Mm-hmm. And you can really tell, you didn't write this. <laughs> well, whatever. So, stick around. I'll tell you, who's, I'll tell you who to listen to, who not to listen to. My hope is that when the, my hope is that the world will be destroyed, and well, not the world, but like the media or technology would fall, and I could be like the last radio station, like in Fallout, like the that. Last radio. That would be, that would be the only thing positive <laughs> about the music world. <laughs> it, it would be Queen, Beastie Boys, and Journey. That's some good shit. Mm-hmm. Followed by some public enemies and Day Lost Soul. Some good shit. Anywho, that doesn't mean I'm old. I also like J. Cole. I also like Jermaine. 
and whatever Kendrick Lamar's doing. Did you hear? He said he's dropping one more. Uh, yeah. 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 I think it's called like New Thoughts or something like that. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Well, this is his last project on that uh, uh, label, I think. Yeah. I think he's going to do his own thing. Interesting. I don't know why you wait so long, right? It's your last project on a label. We're switching conversations. It's your last project on a label. Why, why, why are you waiting so long? I would have just like rushed that shit out of here. Just give me the fuck on. But I, like, you know what I'm saying? Is TDE his own label? I'm not sure. It's a lot I don't know. But I would have still rushed that shit out of here. True. I wouldn't have waited so long. He waited for a long time. It's been a whole pandemic. Presidents have changed. True. He seems like a perfectionist, though. Does he? He does. He seems like he's high all the time. (laughs) (sighs) So, ladies and gentlemen, that's been the the Blurredly Wet Podcast. We talk about a bunch of stuff. Yes. Wrestling, music, emotional things. Be nice to people out there. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. We got vaccinated yesterday. I'm second vaccinations. Second shot. So we are fully protected, I guess. Kind I of. Guess. Not really. I'm still going to wear a mask. Yes. We'll still use our only move that we have as Pokemon. Harden. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm learning a new move. Barrier. <laughs> do you do you have to forget a move? Damn it, which one of my Hardens do I let go? James. Uh... <laughs> So, we are advocates of vaccinations. Before we leave, I want to tell you out there, please get vaccinated. Yes. Get vaccinated. It's it's helpful to you and others. Yes. And it's absolutely free. How much does it cost to get a vaccination? Zero. Zero dollars. Zero. Absolutely free. Absolutely free. If somebody tells you otherwise... Don't believe. Yes. It's free. They may ask for your insurance, but if you ain't got it, it's still free. And let me tell you one thing. It doesn't really hurt that first shot. The second shot does sting, but it's not like an unbearable sting. You can survive. Like, like your arms are going to be a little sore, but that's just whatever. It's going to be over. It's not. It doesn't even hurt. Yes. Let me tell you, get vaccinated. All the fear is pointless. If you are immunocompromised or under 12 we definitely understand if you're under 12 why are you listening to this podcast if you're under 12 fuck (laughs) take that to your parents don't tell them that if you're under 12 we fuck with you (laughs) hell yeah hell yeah but we understand but if you're not get vaccinated for somebody who is you know what i mean Wait, wait, my little brother's probably going to listen to this. He's under 12. I thought he was 12. Is he 12? Fuck! <laughs> but, before we go, if you want to check us out on YouTube, the, where they go? YouTube.com slash nerding irresponsibly. If you want to check us out on Twitter, where do they go? You know, you go to the Twitter, and then you want to type in N I. R-E-S-P-O-N-S-I-B-L-Y and wow. you'll find us. That was a lot of letters. It was a lot. Please just read it. <laughs> what is the Twitter? 
It's in irresponsibly. Jeez. <laughs> Why did you do it like that? Okay. If you want to find us on Facebook, facebook.com, nerd and irresponsibly. That's our Facebook page. Yes. Give us a like. This podcast will be on Podbean and other podcasting tunnels, funnels, podcasting funnels. Podcasting funnels. <laughs> podcasting funnels. Yes. Uh, I have been the lovely Mr. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> I am Beast. I am Cat Romo. You're you. We love you. Yes. Be you. Be you. Why not?